Welcome to a special episode of our Rainmaker Multiplier On Demand series brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity. For more information on the Rainmaker Multiplier process and a list of all podcasts in this series, visit ClarityToProsperity.com. All right. Welcome, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about um, charging planning and consulting and even subscription model fees, um, which I know is uh, something that we're going to at JL Smith and we're implementing that. And uh, we can even, I, I was just talking to Dave Allison, he's home taking care of the kids because his wife uh, just left for Scotland this morning. So he's flying solo with the kids, but uh, he's gonna try to join us just a little bit too and talk about, uh, cause we had a big advisor join. Um, I mean, big in, in regard to charging a lot of these subscription fees. And so we had to go through the process of getting ourselves all set up with the technology and changing our EDV and everything at PCA to be able to allow us to do that. And uh, honestly, one of the biggest motivations of why we're doing it at JL Smith is a way to let go of a lot of our clients that don't really meet our firm minimum standards anymore. And so we're going to give them an opportunity to pay a subscription fee for wealth and tax planning if they choose to. And if they don't, that's that's completely fine with us because they're really not uh, clients that are profitable for us. You know, we did, we did, Mary Sturk brought a great process called the client profitability audit. And we did that at JL Smith and it was very eye-opening how many clients that we have, old legacy clients that have been around for a long, long time and mainly transactional uh, type of clients from way back that mainly I brought on board many, many years ago that are just not profitable and but they're a time suck. And many of them don't even really take advantage or appreciate all the services we offer. So we don't want to fire people in this day and age because of Google reviews and everything else. So what the best option we came up with is to offer them a subscription fee that they would pay monthly. And we know most won't. And that's okay because um, they're not taking advantage of our services anyway. Uh, but what it's going to do is we're, it's going to release several hundred clients off of our books that we're currently having to manage and have responsibility from a compliance and supervision standpoint as fiduciaries. And that's the reason we're looking to implement that. Um, so anyway, welcome Dave, you're able to join us. Yep, yeah. was able to sneak on for a little bit. Yeah, so- I'm on, I'm on baby duty. My wife went to Scotland today, so I'm on single dad duty with three kids i already stole your thunder i told everybody that uh, all right so i don't know how long i'll be here but i'm here now <laughs> <laughs> that's great <laughs> so um john uh jenkins i mean i remember when you came through because part of bucket plan 2.0 is we 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 teach how to charge planning fees and the different you know, methodologies to what to say, what to do, what to put in front of the client, um, whether to charge a flat fee or an hourly fee, depending on the situation. And I remember when you came through years ago, 
and you are already charging quite a bit um, of planning fees in your practice. And then you adopted, you know, you, uh, some of the things we were teaching as well. I'd love to hear from you and just kind of where you're at and maybe you could share with everybody what, how you go about your planning fee model. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll start, I'll preface with just a comment that I have spoken to conferences about, and that is that my pet peeve about our industry is that we are one of very few that gives away our expertise as a cost of doing business. And so that model, if you will, is I'll give you all of my intellectual capital if you place the business with me. And our firm, we rejected that model 20 years ago or more. So we charge fees for everything. We charge planning fees, we charge retainers. Uh, even if a client or a prospect wants us to do an FEO, we charge $500 to do an FEO. Um, because I happen to believe that yours and my most valuable asset is our intellectual um, capital and our experience. I believe that the client buys us because you and I both know they can get products anywhere. And if it were really in the products, um, that would be a battle none of us could win because how could we all offer only the very best product out there? And you can get products, as you know, they can get them direct, they can go through you know, the, the wire houses and on and on and on. So I'll just preface with that, that we charge. So in our service model, our HPP model, we charge $1,000 for the bronze level, 3,000 for silver, 5,000 for gold and 7,500 for um, platinum. Now we're in San Diego and it's a more affluent area and we tend to attract more affluent clients. So I understand that. I understand that there are many planners certainly in C2P who don't charge for the bronze level of planning. And believe me, it's not my you know, intent to sit here and judge any of that. That makes no sense whatsoever um, because we all structure it the way we believe um, that is valuable. But in terms of answering your question about what we say to a client, I actually share a very similar story to that about um, what you're really buying here is our expertise, our experience, are hand-holding, quite frankly, to see you through the good and bad times. And boy, are we exercising that muscle right now, right, with all the uncertainty. Um, and just as a very quick aside, our phone is not ringing off the hook with panic clients because we have done a great job of preparing them for these kinds of volatile markets. You know, I've literally had two emails from clients about what's going on with my account. That's it, two. So, um, and yet we're proactive, we're keeping them informed. So long story short, we charge not only the fees that I mentioned, but then we charge an annual retainers and the retainer is half or 50% of the first year's fee. So last year we collected a little over $123,000 in fees. And that's a combination of new fees and planning fees and what I call one-off, somebody that wants to do an FEO or somebody that wants to do a tax plan or a whatever else. So. And John, just for uh, so clarification, that's that's something um, the bronze, silver, gold, platinum model is something that uh, that was one of the things you kind of picked up and yep. coming to market plan 2.0. And yep. bronze model, and I remember your decision of charging for the bronze model, and we weren't teaching it that way, but it made perfect sense. And 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 you know, we're always evolving, right? Every everybody's always evolving, and 
Um, so the bronze model, just for everybody to understand what's in that is a simple bucket plan. Basically, you're positioning their assets in the three buckets, uh, very basic, you know, advice. And, uh, and then ultimately doing what you have to do, you know, from a compliance and supervision and fiduciary standpoint, dot nice cross and T's. But for the most part, it's almost like transactional but using the bucket plan framing of positioning the money into the now, soon, and later. Um, and what, uh, so that's great uh, feedback, John. And just, you know, like Don Chamberlain's office, for example, they're, they're currently, you know, they don't charge for the bronze model and they do the same, that same positioning. We've moved over to more of a customized like check boxes, what services we want, and then charge the fee. And, um, yeah, Dave, maybe you can talk a little bit about that. And then Greg, maybe you can weigh in as, as well, because I know you have a little different spin on it if there's a certain amount of assets available that they're open to invest in. Yeah, I can just kind of jump in real quick. Um, I think, you know, what we went to and we've, we've, as Jason mentioned, we've tinkered around with so many different ideas and kind of beta tested so many. And, you know, what I, what I kind of just found is from a scalability standpoint, like the more options you had, like the more indecisive I got as an advisor. And I feel like that kind of transcended to the prospect that was sitting across the table from me. And so uh, one of the best things that, that I think we've done at C2P with the bucket plan is we've gone to a very simple model behind the scenes, backstage. If they have under a million bucks, it's 995. And then for every million above that, it's $1,000, right? So if they had 3 million bucks, we're talking 39.95, right? And, and what that allowed us to do is just really pivot and, and get to that number quickly and scale it across multiple advisors in the firm. Now, if the client asked me where that number came from, I'm not like, it's a million or a thousand per million. It's based on the complexity of your situation. Here's what the cost is. Half is due up front, half is due upon delivery. And if you decide to implement wealth management with us, then we waive the second half of the fee. A big part of how I position that fee is that's part of our client onboarding, right? As we really get you organized, get to know your goals, your objectives, build a plan for you and map out the strategies and solutions, that's what you're paying for. Our goal is hopefully you see value in us implementing and you want to become a wealth management client. And at that time, we're paid advisory fees, which is why we waived the second half of the upfront planning and onboarding fee. And so that's been kind of really easy to streamline um, in terms of kind of how we're doing it. And the other thing that I've found is, you know, as my uh, account minimum has gone up, one thing that I've personally done and just seen a lot of success with is I typically cap that planning fee at $49.95 unless there's going to be a lot more advanced planning that I know we need to do. So like a client I brought on towards October, November, incredibly complex trust planning, irrevocable trust, IDITs, BIDITs, charitable lead trust. Like I charged him 10000 as the fee. But I found like that $49.95, even for somebody that's got like five, six, seven, eight million dollars, it's just really easy for them to say yes. And at the end of the day, like that's all I want. I want them to say yes, because I know the probability of them implementing is going to be high after that. 
And the one thing I just want to share on the, the retainer fees or the subscription fees too, is like, I think the way Jason, you positioned it at the JL Smith group is a really smart way for, you know, defense, right? It's a way to defend your time as advisors. It's a way to maybe defend some revenue to the firm by, you know, the people who want to stay and see value in it. The only time we've done subscription or, and, and retainer fees, monthly subscription fees, is when we see an offensive opportunity. A lot of times we have a client that, you know, maybe has a lot of net worth in company stock or a business. We know they're going to be an extremely valuable client into the future. They just don't have the AUM to meet our minimum yet. And so we put them on a monthly subscription until they've gotten their asset level with us to a minimum. And, you know, I call that more offense, right? Like they're going to be a rainmaker client for us in the future. I just, I want to get them hooked into driving the type of value we can bring to them. And, you know, we've brought on a couple pretty large clients that, you know, are approaching liquidity events soon. That'll be massive liquidity events when it happens. Awesome. Yeah. Like the younger so, people that, you know, have big 401ks even that aren't going to be able to roll them for a number of years. Right. Yeah. Um, yep. And we probably have, even though they're on retainer, I bet we probably have 40 to $50,000 of target life insurance commission in the hopper with those people right now. Right. Because it's part of the plan and then they're going to implement. And so I think that's all offensive opportunities, even if the AUM minimum isn't there yet. Are you charging monthly or quarterly on those, Dave? All monthly. And um, and the reason, I mean, it's less each time. It kind of just gets on a subscription. It goes, it gets hit right to their credit card. And what you know, our compliance department at PCA wanted to do is just offer monthly. So um, we had to recreate a new financial planning agreement for this subscription model we have um, at PCA. And it basically, how it works is it's a 12-month contract. They pay monthly, but it auto renews at the end of the 12th month. And then we use advice pay as our billing system for this so that literally the client logs in, sets up their profile, puts in their credit card, and it just hits that credit card monthly without them even thinking about it. That's great. Greg, Greg um, let's switch back to like the upfront fees and... Um, you know, I, you, you've put a little bit different spin on it. We're kind of doing similar, uh, John, what you're doing, uh, like in regard to the bronze model, we just don't have it positioned bronze, silver, gold, platinum. It's just like more of a checklist kind of customized approach. And then we do the planning method that Dave described of an extra thousand every, you know, every million. But if somebody comes in and just once like investment management and they're clear up front. That's why they're coming to us is they they have money to work with us. We will go ahead and make them investment management client and not charge a planning fee, like a bronze level or anything. We still have to do a bucket plan because it's built into prosperity capital advisors and we have to do an investment planning statement. So we still kind of walk them through positioning now, soon and later. But at the end of the day, we're really doing a transaction. Um, and Brian, I want you to weigh in on that terminology here in a moment, but I, I know I said a couple of times, I want to Greg to share his spin on how he's charging planning fees. 
Built on the foundation of the award-winning bucket plan process, Clarity to Prosperity's proven processes, training, and coaching can help you increase your revenue. If you are a growth-minded, independent financial advisor, you qualify for a free copy of the bucket plan book. Go to claritytoprosperity.com forward slash offer to get your free book today. That's claritytoprosperity.com forward slash offer. Yeah, just real quick. I mean, a lot of our language is similar to what Dave explained, but Jason kind of hit the difference in our model was because I have different level advisors, you know, and, and, and where I interact with our clients, I think one of the key components is we have a conversation with everybody before they come into the office. So in clarifying our process, it's based on that complexity conversation that Dave just said, but we also give them the opportunity that if they hit our minimum client threshold, which is a half a million for fee purposes, then we will waive the fee portion of the planning. So we, we also give up that first half as well, not just a second, but they have to be at that minimum threshold. But a lot of times with, with the fit call, um, the lead advisors, a lot of them are done by me, whoever's presenting. Um, to Jason's point, we identify the people that really just aren't planning candidates and, you know, we'll, we won't necessarily dismiss them, we'll answer questions, or we'll give them the opportunity to become a wealth management, meet with one of our associate advisors, come in and, you know, there's almost that verbal commitment to come on as a wealth management client prior to even coming into the office. Um, because there's just not much value you can provide in the planning, but the planning aspect, um, a lot of times will uh when we go into the planning, that's our benchmark is where we feel the planning is going to happen. And we do offer the opportunity if they decide to become wealth management clients that we won't charge a planning fee. That's really the big significant difference. And I think the complexity with us, the reason we do it that way is I'm able to feed a lot of my younger advisors uh, that business, um, even on the transactional basis. Got it. Yeah, that's great. And Brian, you, you kind of do something similar, like where you wait part or all the fee. And yeah. I'd love you to share your terminology that yeah. you love about offense, defense. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So first thing about the fee waiver, you know, we position it in a way where we're serving as a fiduciary, whether we're managing assets through our RIA or we're doing planning services through our RIA. And so we just position it from a total cost perspective. And so once we meet a minimum threshold, our threshold happens to be a million five for our premier services planning model. And it's 5 million for our platinum services planning model, which lines up directly with the cost and our profit margin goals for our planning. And so that's one of the big light bulbs that went off for us um, a couple of years ago is, you know, our biggest cost is time and overhead, right? Strain on our operations team, my personal time as a primary advisor, the associate advisor's time and, and putting a price tag on that time commitment, um, we were grossly undercharging for our planning fees. Um, and so we set a profit margin goal for our planning and really anything that we do in our office, if it's not meeting our profit margin goal, we don't do it. And so now we literally have the ability to go do planning and not have to worry about the residual opportunities because we know we're meeting our profitability goals um, once we've incorporated all of those costs into the model. Um, to your point, Jason, you know, we've worked really hard on giving 
prospective clients multiple entry points into a relationship with us. And so we talk about it from the perspective of our three core competencies that we have at Granite Harbor Advisors, which are providing a financial plan. We call it the game plan, right? That's what happens in the locker room. And what are we going to do when we go out onto the field? And then the other two are our offense and our defense. And so offense from the perspective of we help our clients grow and maintain wealth um, and help them with their investment management needs. And from a defensive perspective, pure risk management. How do we address the things that could derail your plan? And how do we protect the score um, that you've been able to accumulate? And so that's when we talk about insurance, life insurance, annuities, disability, and all the other risk management strategies that are available in the marketplace. And we try to make it pretty clear to our clients that they can enter into a relationship with us in any three of those areas, and they can engage with us in all three or just two. And so, you know, we, we don't necessarily start with a plan as the only entry point into our firm. Um, you know, so I think those are kind of the key things. The only other thing I'll mention that we may do a little bit different from what I've heard on the call so far is we've trademarked the help first promise. And so we, we give that client that peace of mind and knowing if they decide to engage with us, we're taking all the risk on the front end. And we've gotten burned a couple of times because of it, but the vast majority of the time, they're very thankful for that low risk entry point. Uh, so we don't charge anything up front. Um, we take a client all the way through the planning process before we invoice for our planning. The only exception to that is in our platinum model where we're outsourcing legal and tax work uh, because we'll actually engage on behalf of our clients with attorneys and CPAs when the client's looking for that turnkey feel. Um, you know, we, we will collect a retainer to cover our costs if we're having to, um, you know, provide that to our third party um, affiliates. But anyway, those are, the, those are the thoughts that I had. Do you, uh, that was fantastic, Brian. Um, and uh, it, I mean, yeah, just there's so much packed into what you just shared and uh, opportunity. And I, I personally really love the idea of actually even not charging up front and charging at the end. You know, that's something I'd like to consider making a change as well, you know, in, in how we're teaching it and how we're doing it at JL Smith. So I appreciate that. The, um, the question I guess I have is, so we have a um, money back guarantee. So basically we explain, and, you, and, and I might've missed this if, if you said this, but um, we explained at the end, if they're not happy with the services, they're not gonna pay, right? Like that's our guarantee to them. Do you have something like that or, or do you state anything like that up front? Yeah, yeah, and so that's what our help first promise is, right? And so it, the only difference is we don't ask for the money up front. Okay. And so we don't even require payment as long as they sign the engagement and they agree to the terms of our service and they agree to the fee that we're quoting. Yeah. Um, and so they are signing an engagement and we have an official capacity on the front end. We're just not collecting a retainer um, and we're not collecting a down payment prior to the work being done. And then at the end though, um, you, you're letting them know up front at the end, it's kind of optional. If they didn't get value or, you know, out of the service, they Correct. Yeah, because they sign a delivery receipt once the plan is actually delivered to them. Yep. And there's two boxes on it. 
One says, I'm not satisfied. I want to make the following changes. And the other says, I'm completely satisfied and happy with my plan. And so once they sign that delivery receipt, that's when we invoice for the plan. Oh, I'd love to see that delivery receipt if you're open to sharing that. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. We have, we have almost an identical one. There's, I think, four options, though, on it uh, that are similar because, you know, again, it'll say, you know, we're waiving half the fee. We're waiving it all. They're satisfied in paying the full fee. Um, so it is pretty similar. And those are great to close out engagements. So, yeah, and I think the biggest thing, though, is just understanding that how badly we were undercharging for our planning services. I mean, we're, we'll probably collect 250 to 300,000 in planning fees this year. And, you know, our, our largest fee is $50,000. And so, you know, quoting a $50,000 planning fee can be kind of intimidating. Um, but if you think about it, like there's every bit of $50,000 worth of work being done for that engagement. Now, in that particular case, we've got some outsourced costs that are built in there because we've got to hire to Dave's point, we're doing IDIT planning and a lot of very comprehensive estate planning um, strategies for this particular family. And so, you know, after we account for all of that cost, we've still got to build in our profit margin, including our time and overhead. And so it's, it's not a, you know, grossly extravagant cost. I mean, it's just truly the cost based on our profitability that we're trying to establish. Sounds like we have the same attorney. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Conrad asked, would any be, anybody be willing to share what is included in each tier of their service model? Um, absolutely. Yeah. I think. Um, you know, Brian, if you can yeah. it over. Sure. John. Yeah, that, but we've got two service models for our financial planning, um, premier services and platinum services. And so our premier services model is where 85 to 90% of our planning falls, which is covering five key areas of recommendation and planning. And so those five areas are cash flow and savings, tax planning strategies, asset allocation, risk management and insurance, and estate planning and wealth transfer. And so those are the five broad categories that we provide. Um, in addition to a written financial plan, access to our um, web-based portal, customized client website, we use eMoney, um, and then ongoing coordination with other family financial professionals. And so those are the key deliverables in our premier services model. Um, and then in our platinum services model, the only thing that gets added would be comprehensive legal and estate planning strategies and the execution of those strategies, business consultation, real estate evaluation and private equity evaluation, um, comprehensive tax planning and preparation, and then ongoing collaboration with legal and, and tax teams uh, for the execution of proper documents. And so, um, you know, those are our two service models, Premier and Platinum. And um, again, you know, we have the fee waiver with AUM because we're serving in that same capacity, whether we're managing assets or we're doing planning, it's all through our RIA. Excellent. And Brian, again, if you don't mind, maybe emailing it, you know, yeah. visual. and then uh, John, if you want to do the same thing with the four, you know, options that you give, uh, Brian, it's funny, Dave, talk about tinkering. We used to do the two, we did the four, then we went down to the customized checklist. So we have, we'll have all three, all uh, three of those 
uh, available. Tony, I think you even tell us a little bit about how you're doing it, um, how you're charging planning fees and what your visual is, because maybe we could share that with everybody also. Yeah, I wanted to ask a question to Brian, because I'm, I'm interested. Do you charge just one fee for that premiere and then your set fee for the diamond or does it change? Yeah, good question. So are you talking about like for an initial fee and then ongoing fees? Is that your question? Yeah, because right now I just do an initial fee. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't charged the ongoing fee. And I guess I'll, I'll go into how I go yeah. about that after you answer your question there. Yeah, so for initial planning, that's when we'll quote the one-time flat fee and collectible only upon successful delivery of the plan with the exception of in our platinum service model, if we have some upfront costs that we have to cover, we'll bill for that. But generally speaking, the first year's plan is gonna be somewhere between two and $5,000 for our premier services. So that's like our base level plan. No, no less than 2000, no more than five because a planning fee over five puts you into our platinum services model. Um, and so that's year one. And then year two is really contingent on the amount of work. Um, so when their renewal comes up, we track it in our operational CRM when their plan renewal is due, we reach out and we talk about the scope and, and work for that perspective. Generally speaking, to John's point, our renewal fees are about 50% of the year one fee because there's a lot less work required once you get things set up. And you'll still charge your renewal fee whether you get the assets or not. Absolutely. Now, with the exception of if they've already met the threshold, right? And so if they're already over the AUM threshold, which would be make them eligible for a fee waiver, then we'll continue doing their plan. We'll continue managing their financial plan, archiving their plans, giving them access to the website and all of those things, as long as they've met the AUM threshold. Okay. Jason, we still have some time or... Got a minute. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I have not started charging ongoing fees. In fact, why I was late is I just got another fee plan. So we charge um, fees to all our clients, um, whether it's 1900, 29 or 3900. Um, that's a planning fee. They understand that. And we do the guarantee as well. If they don't receive the value, then what we'll do is we'll waive the fee. We let them know we've never waived the fee because we don't want anybody going through the process that it won't benefit. So once we go through the planning fee, you'll have a choice of one of three things. You could take the plan, you could do it yourself, you can take it to your current broker who you're working with, or you could say, and I tell them, I said, look, we don't earn a living by charging you a $1,900 or $2,900 fee. What we're doing is we're hoping we're going to develop this relationship. And you're going to say, Tony, what does it do you do for yourself or your clients? And then what we'll do is we'll get paid from those investments and that's how we'll pay our ongoing fee. Mm -hmm. But I do not reduce, I do not waive it if they come. We just charge that fee. They pay that. We've, we've done the work. We've been tracking the time that we spend on those clients. And we found that waiving that second half of the fee, you know, they're paying for that service. And when they're paying for something, they're almost ready to do business with you. They're coming aboard. It's a, it's a big factor. I have not started charging ongoing fees since we have the investments. Um, but it's something I probably need to take a look into. Excellent. So, Brian, you got the two option. Tony, if you could send over your three option visual that you show. And then, John, you got the four option. And then we have the customized one. We'll have all those available. And anybody who emails us, we'll get those to you, you know, so you can it can inspire you of how you want to build out uh, your own uh, model.
Yeah, Jason, I don't have a visual. Um, I oh, have, I, okay. Yeah, I just go through the discovery experience and based on the amount of work I feel that it's going to happen, that just whatever comes out, whatever I feel that's unfortunate. <laughs> that's yeah. what it is. If I'm feeling good that day or. <laughs> all good, all good. All right, well, thank you everybody for joining us. It was a great session as always. And uh, we'll see you next time. Interested in learning more about the topics discussed today? We want to know more about your challenges and priorities and how we can help build your custom roadmap to success. That's right, a custom roadmap built just for you. Schedule a free 20-minute consultation with one of our business development partners. Visit c2pe.info forward slash podcast to schedule a time that's good for you. That's c2pe.info forward slash podcast.